Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every single episode and then talk about them one by one. <laughs> kind of lost my train of thought there at the end. <laughs> I was going to say, all of a sudden we were veering off to the left. Yep, just <laughs> like yeah, going. so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? But you how brought are, it back. How are you doing, Katie? <laughs> Good. How are you? <laughs> Good. Yeah, if you've never heard this before, I don't know why you're jumping in here. But, uh, but welcome. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Uh, but yeah, all we do is we watch every single episode of The Littlest Hobo, and then we uh, we proceed to ramble on. For... Occasionally we talk about the episode. Sometimes we do. Often yeah. we talk about murder planes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> deadly, deadly murder planes. <laughs> Time traveling Austin Matthews. Oh man, why did you have to bring him back into this? He'll hear you. <laughs> I searched for one photo to put on Twitter of Austin Matthews, and now my YouTube keeps recommending Austin <laughs> Matthews videos. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> what happened to my algorithm? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, now it thinks you like hockey. It's like. <laughs> She's Canadian. She's been watched. She looked up Austin Matthews. Here's every NHL highlight from the last 10 years. Basically. Yep. I'm not kidding. YouTube, fix it. Well, I'm sure you'll be able to figure it out. It might take some time, though, and it might be a bit of a labor. Today's episode is The Five Labors of Hercules, part one. Nicely done. Thanks. Your segues. Top notch. <laughs> Top notch. Um, first aired March 17th, 1983. Uh, synopsis reads a boy with a leg injury has his heart set on buying a purebred dog but needs to raise the money fast so the hobo helps him with a dog sitting service <laughs> yep spot does. on yep <laughs> that's this is what this episode will be yep let's let's <laughs> no, no lies <laughs> let's dig right into the let's dig let's right in here jump in okay we're in the suburbs we're we're <laughs> on a street we get the east side angels music that we know so well <laughs> Uh, just brings back such memories. It does. That was a terrible episode. <laughs> Not fond ones, but... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> memories. <laughs> um, I much prefer the uh, the music from Rex Badger, P.I. Oh, it, definitely. You associate the music with the episode that it first like showed up in now, and that, that music makes me smile. This music makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, no good. <laughs> um, there's a kid. He's kicking a can down the street. Uh, he's got a leg brace on his one foot. Uh, very Forrest Gump-esque brace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he's kicking this can down the street, and the hobo kind of comes on over and picks up the can and takes it over to the kid. And the kid's like, wow, <laughs> look at you. You're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't call him handsome, though, so we haven't had that in a while. No, but he does <laughs> say he's he must be strong as Hercules. <laughs> he does say that, yes. So, and is this the point where he says something about him, like um, he looks, he's different? There's something about you that's different. Yeah. When he says the word about, it's so Canadian. You know, there's something different about you. About? <laughs> something about you. <laughs> oh, hey there. There's something about you a little bit different there, eh? Oh, you don't have a collar on you. <laughs> it just, like, really stuck out. I was like, oop, yep, yep. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's like, you don't have a you don't have a collar. Uh-huh. You know, you're you're different from the other dogs. <laughs> um, you're a free dog. <laughs> you're a free dog. <laughs> You've... You've thrown off your shackles. You're the <laughs> Karl Marx of dogs. Like how you went to Karl Marx and I was definitely going to make a Harry Potter reference <laughs> about somebody, your master, throwing you a sock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hobo was a free Dobby dog. Was free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it'd be the, it would hold 100% be the sock that that guy used in um, Secret of whatever. I can't think of the episode oh. now. The Marty episode with Megan Follows. Man, I'm yes. drawing a blank. Thunder Mountain. Uh. 
Yes. The poacher's <laughs> dirty sock. <laughs> yep, that would be it. <laughs> Marty is a free girl. <laughs> does it count? If, like them tying you up, does that count as somebody giving you things? Well, I mean, it counted when Lucius threw the book with the sock in it. Okay. So. <laughs> That's great. That's a reference I do not know. <laughs> it's fine. You can look it up. So the, <laughs> the kid says, do you want to play? I'd love to, but I just finished practicing for today, which was me every day of grade nine gym. <laughs> What's that, Mr. Smith? Volleyball? What? I'd love to practice, but I, you know, I worked so hard today. Just so hard. Yep. I managed to not take gym in high school, and it was the greatest achievement of my life. Whoa, how did you do that? <laughs> for some reason, my high school offered the option of taking your gym credit as a gym class or you could take an entire class called human sexuality and that would count as your gym credit oh that's so i took that instead. way better it was so much better the teacher was hilarious she started the class very first day by putting a condom over her head and be like don't let anyone tell you it doesn't fit <laughs> and the class just got better from there that's so. amazing <laughs> No, yep. I grade nine gym. I think was probably my least favorite class out of every class. And High school gym is just terrible. Well, it is funny because like <laughs> now, if you offered me grade nine gym, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Like this sounds amazing. But yeah, yeah, fifteen. No, no, that'd be twenty years ago. I was not down. I was not no. down with gym. No, not a fan. <laughs> no. Um. So the kid tells the hobo he's been saving his allowance because he wants to buy a dog. Um, and he has $10. He's like, hey, we're actually right outside where the dog lives. Come on, I'll take you to this guy's backyard. <laughs> so they tromp on over to this guy's backyard. Um, <laughs> there are three. Am I right? They're St. Bernard's, right? That's what these are? I'm pretty sure they're St. Bernard's. That's definitely what I would assume they are. Okay. They're very cute puppies. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of dogs in this episode. I am not good with dog breeds i think we've talked about this before so i'm not going to tell you what all of them are i'm going to guess and then you can correct me later and by you i mean the listeners (laughs) please let us know i mean some of them i knew but some did not know (laughs) i'm pretty sure these are three saint bernards in a box they're Mm kind of wrestling around and the kid's like i want the one with the blackest nose they all have black noses (laughs) no the blackest nose katie how can you tell (laughs) well i'm colorblind so i can't but it was presumably that kid can. I guess he's just got really good color differentiation because yeah, they just, all look black. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the, the kid's like sticking his head through a broken board and a fence into this guy's backyard. <laughs> yeah, not creepy uh, at all. The man comes out and he's just like super nonchalant <laughs> about this kid sticking his head into his property. So used to it by now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, whatever. He's like, hey, Nathaniel, which is the kid's name. Yep. He's like, uh, you know, just a heads up that I put an ad in the paper. I'm selling these dogs. So, you know, you're going to have to hurry up if you're going to buy one because they're all going to be gone really soon. And Nathaniel's like, oh, no. And the man's (laughs) like, well, you know what, though? I'll hang on to this one until Friday. We don't know what day it is. It could be Thursday. It could be, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But kudos to this guy for being so chill. And not yeah. like, like hippity hoppity. You're now on my property. Get out of here! Like he's he's very. I've already sold it. Uh, yeah, I'll sell you, kid. So he's a we nice find neighbor. out he's a nice neighbor. Uh, we find out the dog that Nathaniel wants is fifty dollars, which is which is too much. So 
for him. No, that's so cheap. But that's so cheap for a purebred dog. Who's selling a purebred dog for fifty dollars? It is also nineteen eighty three, Katie. Yes, so how but much I is fifty dollars worth now? Oh, did you? I looked it up. It it's one hundred and fifteen. One hundred and fifteen. Yeah. Oh wow, that's super cheap. People buy purebred dogs for like a thousand dollars. It's true. Yeah. I don't know why, but they do. They taste better. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the kid's like fifty bucks. No way. I'll never make it. So he walks away yeah. sad. He swats this tree because it's it's just like it's he's so sad. He's so sad. Um, we're gonna cut to a playground. Uh, there's a bunch of kids who are just running around and playing. Nathaniel's on his lonely swing, all by himself. Yeah, um, sad kid. Meanwhile, this old lady's little rat dog runs away. <laughs> I don't know what kind of dog this is. This one, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. He's it's some like, kind of like Shih Tzu. Maybe? Yeah. It's like you'd recognize them as soon as you see them. They're these like they always have like white hair or white fur, and they're like, I don't know. I it's long and slightly curly. Yeah, and they're like yeah. they're like the size of a cat, essentially, <laughs> yeah. like a eight pound dog. <laughs> Anyways, this little rat dog runs away from this old lady. Hobo takes it upon himself to like chase it down and pulls it back from a little river that it's getting into. This lady. Um, I don't know what her accent is, and I can't nope. figure out what the name of the dog is. Okay, it, does she call? Okay, what do you think she calls it? I I don't know. I have Top It, <laughs> Tapper, Topper, and Coffer. I don't know what it's called. I heard Carper. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Topper, come here. Topper. <laughs> it's like that. Remember that that word they played where some people would hear one word and some people would hear another this woman is a living embodiment of that i don't know what she's saying no clue i couldn't i played it back and i was like what she said i like turned up the volume no idea not a clue cannot figure it out and you're right her accent is just like some random i don't know what it is i don't know (laughs) it Um, makes no sense so she kind of sees that like Nathaniel now has a little rat dog because Hobo's brought it over. She runs no more than 10 feet. She's super out of breath. Um, The dog is her daughter's. She's in university. Um, Also, that little rat dog is 100% on a choke chain. It's wearing a choke chain, which is an awful thing to do to a dog. Yeah, don't do that for a dog. Especially a dog that small. Like, that's... Yeah. Um, Anyways, this lady, uh, her... I don't know what her... Oh, her actual name is... uh, Mrs. Cavanaugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the actress who's playing her, her name is Nani Griffin, and uh, her claim to fame was she was in Care Bears the movie Part Two, A New Generation. There was a part two? Yep, it sure was. <laughs> wow. Well, good for her. <laughs> yep. Um, so anyways, this lady uh, is so happy to have her dog back that she gives Nathaniel some monies, Um and before she leaves, she looks over at the hobo and she's like, look at your dog. He's not giving you any trouble at all. And they cut to the hobo and he's squinting directly into the sun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his eyes are like so shut. Like, nah. <laughs> um, so she thinks Let me the look hobo- away, Chuck. <laughs> she thinks the hobo is smarter because his brain is bigger, which is actually very true. <laughs> like when it comes to dogs, the bigger the dog, generally the smarter it is. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. <laughs> Um, so Nathaniel has devised a way to make money, uh, mm-hmm. but the hobo needs to help him out. <laughs> can um, only do it with the hobo's help. Yep. Yeah, the hobo's been studded out before, so he knows what's up. <laughs> He's like, all right. 
I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let me go bathe first and <laughs> get Chuck to put some perfume on me and get my little, my little dog booties on and let's do this. I'll do a little cocaine and here we go. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> um, so we're going to cut to the next day, I'm assuming. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're back on the street. Uh, Nathaniel has made a cardboard sign that says $1 an hour dog sitting satisfaction guaranteed or money cheerfully refunded <laughs> uh, Nathaniel also has made a little tiny stand that says the dog sitter is in which I'm pretty sure is a peanuts reference yes. um, when Lucy has her little psychiatrist stand I appreciated yeah. that I was like thank you thumbs <laughs> <It's> up <cute. laughs> it is uh, his, his customer the first customer we see is Mrs. Cavanaugh Yep. She drives on up. She's driving a Mercedes-Benz W123. Ooh, fancy. Uh, Mike says Mercedes <laughs> Mercedes has an awful naming convention for their models, which he refuses to learn. <laughs> they do is, always just have like letters and numbers for their yeah, names, right? Mercedes? It's awful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to like call them something cool? Like, like p- Mustangs, people love them partially because of the name. Yeah. <laughs> a Charger, a right? Mustang, a Viper, you know. <laughs> Oh, I got the a Kia W. Soul. The Kia. <laughs> Is that that's the boxy one, right? Yeah. <laughs> or the cube that was fun for a while too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, also the juke. I think the juke oh, is a fairly the ugly. Yes. Yeah, the ugly juke. looking car. Yeah. The PT Cruiser. Oh no, the PT Cruiser is the worst. <laughs> With the wood panel. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> But yeah, no, this this lady's got a one, two, three. Okay. So, uh, she comes up. She's like, here, take the rat dog again. It's a little devil. I hate the thing. I wish it would die in a fire. <laughs> she's basically like, feed it and like make sure it's alive when I get back so my daughter doesn't hate me. But other than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what you do to it. Yeah. Um, Have at her. <laughs> it's really fun when she drives away because they fade out her car engine. So it sounds like a rocket that's taking off. <laughs> She's going to the moon. <laughs> She's yeah. Mrs. Cavanaugh's <laughs> headed for the sun. <laughs> Suddenly Let's we're do a little cocaine. <laughs> Set the controls. We're going in. Her dashboard flips and it's just like a bank of like NASA style like buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I don't know where the John Cena's music plays, but whatever. I tried to think of the James Bond theme, but I like came up with John Cena. That's fair. I like John yeah. Cena more than I like James Bond. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So Nathaniel takes this little rat dog to the backyard, and he has four other dogs plus the hobo <laughs> back there. Yeah. It's too many dogs. Who is leaving their dog with this, like, 10-year-old He's child? 10. Easy. 10 tops. A 10-year-old with a limp. <laughs> right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, here's my dog. Take it yeah. for the day. See you. Like, um, I don't know who's more dumb in this episode. Nathaniel, dumb child. We're going to see what he does later. Stupid dumb. Or the people who trusted him with their dogs. <laughs> I, I think it's equal. It's equal across the board. So dumb. So dumb. Um. So Nathaniel's <laughs> like, we've got five of them. Wait, where's Amber? And Amber's <laughs> like a little tiny dog. And Hobo, She's a lassie like, dog. Yeah, releases Amber <laughs> from a tiny wicker basket prison. How did she end up in that wicker basket? A, a hobo put her in there. 
Oh, prison, what are you doing? Prison has made Amber hard. <laughs> yeah, she's tough now. <laughs> yeah, she'll cut you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she may look cute and sweet, but underneath that fur, her name wasn't her name wasn't Amber going in. <laughs> she earned that name. <laughs> yeah, because Amber's the color of blood. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're colorblind, it is. So <laughs> <Yeah>. Nathaniel, <laughs> Nathaniel, he wants to. He's going to go to the park and have a picnic. <laughs> you know, he's going to go everybody. They all eat the same food. So let's go. Except that Comet, who is a beagle, <laughs> yep. he won't come. No, he's, he's too a basset lazy. hound. Oh, he's a bat. I'm sorry. He's a basset hound. Because he's he, the lazy one. Beagles are hyper and basset hounds are lazy. Okay. He's a big old, <laughs> big old basset hound. <laughs> big old basset hound. <laughs> um, Nathaniel's like, well, I can't get Comet to go. So Hobo grabs a wagon and they just like <laughs> flop this dog on the wagon. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh great <laughs> and uh they they take off essentially oh oh wait hang uh, on I was before gonna say, nathaniel well, how, goes yeah what does he do to the hobo he whips off his belt <laughs> which right away i was like whoop well all right <laughs> where's this going <laughs> um <laughs> and he takes three of the leashes and he wraps them on the belt and then he puts the belt around hobo's neck <laughs> so yeah. hobo can guide three of the dogs himself yeah, the hobo does not look happy about the situation. What? No, of course. It, I, who would be? <laughs> no. Nobody wants a belt around their neck. With three dogs except, attached? Yeah, except maybe Harry. <laughs> He's into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so we go out to the street. There's way too many dogs. So many dogs. I hope Nathaniel brought like a dozen doggy bags because <laughs> oh, he's going to yeah. need them. <laughs> yeah. um, some random lady is like, Hey, you got your hands full. You have six dogs. <laughs> and Nathaniel's like, nope, Hercules is helping me. She says, well, Hercules is a dog too. And he goes, he sure is. <laughs> and then that's, they that go on from it. there. It doesn't, it's okay, whatever. It's an exchange that makes zero sense. <laughs> yes. Um, Don't get it, Nathaniel. <laughs> so we should point out right now, this episode is written by Chuck Eisenman. Well, it was, the story was by him, right? Yes. But it was written. It's rewritten. <laughs> Or reworked by Christine Foster. It doesn't feel like a Christine Foster episode. I feel There's, like she was very much like told, this is the story, write this. Yes. And was not allowed to deviate. There's little pieces that feel like her. The next shot, and it only lasts about 10 seconds, feels like a Christine Foster thing because mm. all the dogs go past a mailman and yeah. he starts like freaking out and like yeah. PTSD. He's like... <laughs> and... and that's a Christine Foster thing. Yes. But there's so much of this that doesn't feel like her at all. No. No. Like, this is not an episode. I would I would not blame this episode on her. No. <laughs> Even though she wrote it, no. I do not blame this episode on her. <laughs> yeah. I very much feel she was told to write this story. This, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it so, is Chuck's story. <laughs> we, we make it to the park. Hobo, 100% in the first two, three seconds, like, plows <laughs> over one of the smaller dogs. It does. They're just, like, a chaos of leashes and dogs, like, intertwining it's way and too, colliding. It's way too much. <laughs> yeah. No dog um, can control that. So Nathaniel, like, gets them to the park, and he's like, hey, you guys hang out here. Uh, I'm going to go get some dog food. <sighs> what? <laughs> I just got to sigh. I just got to sigh. Um, also, when he delivers the line about this, someone yells out, I can't figure out what the word is. It's either 
light or why in the one shot and they did not cut like it's it's in there they didn't cut it it's very strange they're like yeah somebody will just assume it's somebody in the park what do you think hercules this is a great spot for a picnic yeah yeah Yeah. it's random words so nathaniel gives hobo permission to like give the other dogs exercise while he's gone this kid is literally leaving a dog with five other dogs so we know I already hate child actors, and this poor child is not a good actor. Not his fault. He's not a good actor. But I also hate when they write characters that are so dumb for no reason, other than to like have a plot point, an unnecessary plot point. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate it when they write a character who's just so effing dumb, but you're supposed to think this is the real world. We're not living in some satire. This is an idiocracy. And yet this child is the dumbest thing alive. <laughs> yeah, he's... It's, it's just by no metric with leaving a dog with five other dogs be smart. No, you had them in a fenced-in backyard. Yeah. Leave them why, there. Why, and you leave them there and get your food first. Yeah, maybe buy your food in the morning before you start taking the dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, anyways... He, he takes take off. <laughs> yeah, he takes off. Um, the, Hobo starts <laughs> running around with all of the dogs except for the Basset, Basset oh, Hound, yeah. who's He's like chilling. <laughs> chilling in his wagon. Um, this couple walks by, and Mike calls them a posh couple. I, I don't even know how to describe these people. She has a lace umbrella, and he's wearing a tan suit in like a, like a fedora. Like they it's, look like they should be walking through 1920s Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, I called it Pride and Prejudice in the park. It's such a weird... It's a very weird vibe. Immediately, the little rat dog breaks off and starts chasing after them. Clearly, the kid is not good at knots. No. A simple slip knot would have saved you so much trouble. Whole episode. But, yep. So the rat dog takes off after this couple. Hobo's having a lot of trouble keeping all these dogs in check because there's, there's still three of them. So many of them. Um so he spots like a water faucet sticking out of the ground and he very like through the miracle of <laughs> physics finds yeah. some way to get that belter off his neck and onto the water faucet um, so that he can chase after this rat dog, which is like literally causing chaos with this couple. It's like Dennis the Menace in dog form. Yeah. They, like it's, it's like an eight pound dog chasing this couple who also has another eight pound dog. Yeah. And like the... Their leash is wrapped around the guy's legs and this little dog is tripping them up. And so they run away. They get into their car. Um, and just before they leave, the woman like rolls down her window and growls at the little rat dog. <laughs> it's so weird. It's it's very strange. <laughs> what world are we living in? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not uh, our world. <laughs> so Hobo finally goes. He like He runs up. He gets the rat dog. He brings it back. But wouldn't you know it, all the other dogs, except for the Basset Hound, are gone. They've <gasps> slipped off of the faucet. They are they are to the four winds. Who knows? Also, this is a city park. It is so incredibly empty. So it's empty. nobody. There's and it's nobody a beautiful there. day. Yeah. <laughs> like sunny. It looks warm. Maybe they're all in self-isolation. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> So Hobo goes out. He finds that like all the dogs are on a bridge. 
They're all kind of trying to go different ways. He tries to pull them back, but the belt breaks. So one dog, which is a, I'm pretty sure it's a golden retriever. I think so, yeah. Swims in the river. Amber like bails because (laughs) she knows what's up. (laughs) And uh, there's a little bulldog, I think, as well. And he he also scrams. So they all just (laughs) scatter everywhere. Um, Meanwhile, Nathaniel has returned with his gigantic (laughs) bag of dog food. Uh Was he just going to pour it on the ground, I guess? I guess that was his plan. Yeah. (laughs) So he's got like this 10-pound bag of dog food. The wolves burst from the bush line. (laughs) They tackle him. They eat him and they eat the dog food. Yeah. It's a tragic story. End of episode. Then that's it. It's all over. <laughs> that's how season four ends. Yep. <laughs> Very dark. Cue the music. <laughs> We've entered um, the dark timeline. <laughs> that's right. Hobo, it, this episode, man, I try not to break it up, but this episode <laughs> is is really boring. <laughs> it's so boring. This, so, I'm not going to lie. The second time I watched this episode, I was watching it on YouTube and I sped it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you want the 1.25 <laughs> speed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's I don't not a lot of dialogue, you. and it's so boring. It is. <laughs> so let's, let's slam through this. Okay. Hobo returns. Yep. He locks the rat dog in a gardening shed. Yep. That's his new kink, apparently, is locking <laughs> dogs up in things, sheds, wicker baskets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, his, that's his Jimmy Jam. He returns, and he locks the basset hound in the gardening shed. Um, if at any point anybody showed up anywhere in this park, they might think something might possibly be wrong. <laughs> They'd be confused. But luckily, <laughs> nobody nobody does. Nathaniel has returned home because he thinks maybe Hercules slash the hobo has brought all the dogs home. They He has not. The dogs are not at his house. <laughs> you done messed up, kid. Uh, I hope you feel bad. <laughs> he, sh- he should. But yes. he, he actually doesn't feel bad. He's angry yes. because he's never going to be able to buy his puppy now. <laughs> Not because he now has to explain to five dog owners that he lost <laughs> their dogs. <laughs> this kid is psycho. Oh, Hercules. I'm never going to be able to buy my puppy now. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't grasp what's... No. Like, it's just no... Uh, doesn't matter. <sighs> this kid. <laughs> We're going to the street. <laughs> Very last scene, thank <laughs> yeah. goodness. Animal Control shows up. He is driving a sweet third-generation <laughs> Chevy van. Thank Woo-hoo. you, Mike. Uh, the radiator is busted. It is shooting steam everywhere. He's got like a 20-gallon barrel uh, plastic <laughs> tank, and he's filling so it with water. Oh, yeah, that thing easily weighed. As someone who just moved 20 gallons worth of water to set up a fish tank like two days ago, I can tell you, water's heavy. Water's crazy heavy. <laughs> The man says, oh, you know, I put the water in, the water shoots right back out. This thing must have a hole the size of Alberta, which <laughs> is glad. a Christine Foster line. That's a Christine Foster line. 100% a Christine Foster line. And we have now fully embraced the, this is Canada. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're not pretending anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> in Canada, just deal with it. <laughs> so the animal control officer has left the back of his van open. Hobo jumps on in. He, there's two cages. He opens one, and it's the rat dog. Yeah. He opens the other. Oh, it's not the rat dog. It's, um, which is it? Is oh. it the bulldog? Or is it Amber? No, Amber we're going to no. see in a second. Yeah. Maybe it is the rat dog. I think it's the rat dog. Yeah. Okay, so maybe just the basset hounds in the shed. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Getting all my dogs mixed up. There's so many. It's hard to keep track should also mention, this episode is just continuous dogs barking. Oh, so much dog barking. <laughs> it's like a country road at 4 a.m. A skunk has wandered into someone's yard, and every yeah. dog in a five-mile radius is now telling you that they're awake and they want to talk. 
so yeah, the hobo hops in. He finds the rat dog. He also finds a cat. The cat's like, what's up? <laughs> he's like, I'm better than you. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> uh, the man comes around to throw the jug back in, and he's like, wow, there's a dog in here. Locks it. There's a dog in my animal control van. Locks it in. And he's like, wow, that's an extra bonus. I should keep my back door open more often. Um, to add insult to injury, Hobo like gets up and looks through the window, and Amber goes flying <laughs> past right. him. She's like, who's Amber, in prison now, be? sucker? Yeah. <laughs> It's like you enjoy your time in imprisonment. <laughs> yeah. Amber's enjoying her freedom. <laughs> yeah. Also, the animal control guy does not notice her, even though he runs she runs right past his van. Nope. <laughs> Can't see um, her. <laughs> and that's it. To be continued. That is the end of part one. Yay. Cliff cliffhanger. <laughs> I'll be honest, cliffhanger when I first watched this episode, I forgot it was a two parter. And I was like, that's how it ended. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> like wait what <laughs> and then like a second later i was like oh yeah yeah <laughs> two parts <laughs> quick notes brad from we keep saying brad brad runs the littlest hobo uh fan page on facebook he uh he wanted to let us know that this episode these two episodes are based on a 1961 movie called just between us which was by eisenman uh-huh. um and starred his original london who was uh, long past dead at this point um, and the episode obviously is adapted by Christine Foster. So I think that's why, uh, that makes sense. You know, the movie would be from 61. This is 83. So you're looking at like a 22 year gap. Um, and poor Christine Foster <laughs> scrambling to like try and <laughs> save, try it and somehow. do it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing too, is the kid in this episode, his name is Hadley K. Um, and he was actually the voice of Scooby-Doo when the original voice of scooby-doo died what but more importantly he also starred in care bears 2 a new generation (laughs) wow they just like stole everyone from that movie i know (laughs) somebody watched it went this is a masterpiece i want them all (laughs) every single person (laughs) yeah um (laughs) yeah that's that's what i got do you have a, a hobo harm scale um i said two because of the whole belt around the neck with multiple dogs attached so it didn't seem like super physically harmful, but there but was probably. some colliding and pulling and uncomfortableness. <laughs> oh, yeah. He ran over that rat dog a couple of times. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so that yeah. was that, too. Perfect. I gave it a one for pretty yeah. much the same reason. Just, yeah, it just looked kind of <laughs> yeah. weird for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a hobo fight? I do. So uh, back to my point about who's dumber, the kid or the dog owners. Um, I decided the dog owners. So my hobo <laughs> fight is all of the dog owners in a ring fighting each other. Nice. To the death. To the death. (laughs) (laughs) There could only be one. Yeah. (laughs) Who's your hobo fight? (laughs) Uh, Mine is Nathaniel versus an even bigger wicker basket. (laughs) So like, it's like a a six foot wicker basket and somebody just plops it on him. (laughs) It's like the wicker man. He's in that like... Not the bees! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The weird helmet thing. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah. That's that's all I had. There's your your song lyrics. Oh, my song lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I have. It's always the little ones who are the worst. It's <laughs> a really good one. <laughs> that's from Mrs. Cavanaugh. <laughs> uh, so mine is. Um. There's a line in this episode that Nathaniel says where he has a very long dramatic pause, and then okay. says, "They could be anywhere by now." <laughs> <laughs> Yep. 
That's my song lyric line. We're, we're Dramatic clause must be included. <laughs> yes, it has to be. <laughs> um, we only have one more episode. We do, and then we'll be done season four. Nice. It feels like the season lasted for five years. <laughs> it it did. It lasted a long time. I actually looked, and I think our season three or a season four. What what season are we in now? I can't even remember. We're season anymore. four. Okay, our season three wrap up I think was posted the day on Boxing Day, twenty nineteen. Oh, wow. So we started probably started talking about this season in December of twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is now May of twenty twenty. <laughs> so it's been five months. Yep. <laughs> That's it'd be hard to remember some of these some of these episodes. Yes, we're we'll, we're gonna do our season. Uh, for a wrap up, but it was difficult. Yeah, it was a tough one. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember anything. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for the next episode? All right, let's hit part two. All right, it is The Five Labors of Hercules, part two. Synopsis reads The hobo must escape from. Uh, must escape. <laughs> oh, he must escape. Is that like a vape pen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An e Mmm. <laughs> Strawberry <laughs> lime. <laughs> the whole of sh- shelling out for vaping now <laughs> i don't know why, why that's where my mind went <laughs> gentle on your dog's lungs for the sophisticated dog hobo approved hobo, yeah, that's right um hobo must escape from a dog's cat oh my god hobo must escape <laughs> it's such a tongue this twister is literally the last thing i have to do and then we're done <laughs> could do it <laughs> all right let's try this again uh, the five labors of hercules part two the hobo must escape from a dog catcher's van and round up several unruly dogs which quickly bring havoc to wherever they roam <laughs> yay yay <laughs> you did it <laughs> all right that's it let's get out okay, of here let's just <laughs> okay until we meet again fellow hobos hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop i've been stefan and i've been katie Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs>